What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. On the line right now, I got Mikhail PG from the Good News Sports Radio Podcast. How's it going, man? Everything is going well, man. Just trying to figure out how to stay busy during these uh, hectic and crazy times, man. Yeah, for me, man, it's, it's crazy, but I'm still putting in the work each and every day with this platform, trying to get better at what I do. And uh, on today's show, man, we're going to talk about um, the big breaking news today. Um, Kobe Bryant's a Hall of Famer, man. So what are your thoughts about Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and KG being Hall of Famers? Man, make sure you throw in uh, Tamika Ketchins. Oh, yeah, Tamika Ketchins, yeah, yeah. Women player ever. But, man, I just think, uh, on the truth, um, I think it's the greatest class. I know Michael Jordan's class was awesome with... David Robinson and uh, John Stockton, Vivian Stringer there. But, man, just Kobe, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett. Like, these guys are guys that you could say are top 20 players for sure. Two of the guys are for sure top 10 guys. Uh, some list maybe even top five. And it's just a, just a big time, you know, really, really great class. It was going to be very, very special, uh, you know, if Kobe was here with us and it's that much specialer. Um, with Kobe gone, man, it's just, it's just crazy the fact that, you know, he's gone and that he's going to miss out, like, his speech, who's he going to choose, Phil Jackson or Jordan, uh, man, these guys deserve it. Like, when you think about our, our childhood, I was born in 89, so when I really got the sense of basketball, uh, MJ was, you know, towards the end of his second three-peat, but Kobe came in the league and uh, he was starting his, his reign of terror, um, you had KG was the guy there, another high school kid to come to the league. And then Tim Duncan came in as the first pick. I remember watching him at Wake Forest, how great he was. And to see all three of these guys getting into the same class is just very, very special. Yeah, it is special, man. I remember when I first started watching Kobe was in the 2000s um, with Shaq and Kobe and all them. Like, I just fell in love with Kobe's game. His demeanor, his hustle, his great run. You know, it's like he don't take – he doesn't like to lose, so he's – what he did on the court, man, was special, and he deserving of the um, Hall of Fame. But here's the thing, though. Like, I wonder who's going to speak for Kobe, you know? Like, I wonder if it's, it may it might be for Nessa. You never know. So we'll see what happens. We have to wait until August so to see when whoever whoever's going to be speaking at Kobe's Hall of Fame. You just got to wait and see. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it's going to be – he's probably going to get several speakers now. Mm-hmm. So um, – it's, it's going to be, you know, really dope. It's most likely going to be MJ again if MJ is willing to do it because you saw how emotional and hurt he was when he, uh, you know, spoke at his memorial, which I was lucky enough to be there to see. And uh, Phil Jackson, then, uh, you know, probably Shaq or D. Fish, a guy like that. So it's, it's just going to be very emotional once again because Kobe isn't going to be there. and But it's going to be a special moment, you know, for KG and uh, Tim Duncan. Like, KG is a guy that people kind of, they don't talk about as much anymore. Like, he was a very special player. Like, 24, 12, he gets you, like, five assists, two steals, two blocks. Like, he was a really, really special player. He just didn't play with an organization as great as the Spurs or the Lakers are. We'll be talking about him as one of the top ten players of all time. So, man, just a very, very special class. Um, I hope that whoever does speak for Kobe, man, brings their A game and, you know, give us something very, very great because it's something that us Lakers fans are going to remember forever. Yeah, we're going to remember 
uh, forever, man. And KG, man, KG deserves it too, the Hall of Fame. So does Tim Duncan. But like, if you had to pick, um, who's a better power forward, Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett? For me, Tim Duncan has the better career because, you know, like I said, he was on an organization that was a winning organization. He got five rings, two MVPs, one of the best defensive um, big ever, Mr. Fundamental. But, man, KG, I think as an individual player, he's a better outside shooter, a better ball handler. Uh, he, was, he was a little quicker, and he just brought you so much, you know what I'm saying, to the game. So if I had to just do a my player and I had a player to just go out there and hoop I would pick KG mm-hmm. but as far as better career it's clearly Tim Duncan yeah that's that's a tough one but I have to go with Tim Duncan man Tim Duncan's all around good player post up fade away mid range shoot he can shoot the threes when he when he needs to man he's passionate for the game well deserved but I would have to go with Tim Duncan on my part but KG still too man he's still talented hey, Blo- tell me this. block shots rebounds and stuff love his Maybe, game tell me KG's teammates because if you look at Tim Duncan, like he mm-hmm. played with Hall of Famers, David Robinson, Hall of Fame, Tony Parker, most likely going to get in, Manu Ginobili is going to get in. Then you might have the greatest coach of all time. To where KG, he didn't really truly play into it with Hall of Famers until he got to Boston, and you saw what happened there. They were able to win a championship, and I heard him speak. Uh, with Paul Pierce earlier, and he was like, man, if I would have got to you guys a couple years earlier, man, we probably had two or three rings, and I honestly believe that. I just think that he played with Marbury, which was big time, but Marbury ended up leaving him, and then he played with an older Cassell and Sprewell, so he never had a teammate in team like Tim Duncan, but, man, they're both hell of a player, um, two top five power fours, man, I love watching both of those guys. Yeah, me too, man. KG's uh, passionate for the game, man. He brings the energy every night. You know, he don't take d- nights off or days off, man. It's, it's going to be uh, a cra- uh, interesting uh, Hall of Fame, like, watching it, man. It's going to be a lot of emotion, everything. KG, Tim Duncan, Kobe. It's going to be probably sold out over there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Springfield's going to be all crazy because these are three names that, you know, are really, like, not only were these guys great players, they were like names as far as commercials and just as far as our generation, these are the names that were premier who were always top five to us, and that's what makes it such a special class. Yeah, man, special class. But, yeah, um, as you all know, the NBA might get canceled. So uh, if the NBA season did get canceled, who do you think could get MVP? Do you think they should just cancel it and not hand anything out and start fresh, or do you think they should just hand awards out? To be honest, I don't think that you can hand out awards because the season was was never completed. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way you can't hand out a championship because, man, we can't just base it off of records because clearly Milwaukee has the best record, but we don't know if they were truly the best team. They just took an L to the Lakers. So I don't think that you give out anything. But if they were to do it, to say we have to, we want to do this, I would choose um, Giannis as the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had incredible numbers, like 27 points. 13 rebounds, a bunch of blocks, steals, assists, and he wasn't playing with a true superstar next to him like LeBron is doing with AD. Like, AD is clearly a top-five guy. He scored, what, 40 points and 10, 20 rebounds in three quarters? So it's hard to give that award to LeBron the same way people looked at it when it came to Shaq and Kobe. So Giannis will be my MVP. 
And then my rookie of the year would be John Moran, of course. Yeah, you got, I always keep it real on my channel, and I agree with you. Uh, Giannis deserves the MVP. And, yeah, um, John Morant is talented, man. John Morant's special, man. His game reminds me of Westbrook and Rondo. Like, because if, if, uh, Memphis has a team that's starting to build something, if they can get, like, a shooter like a um, Devin Booker, they could be special with John Morant and Devin Booker on that team. No, yeah, I, I love that comparison, the Westbrook and Rondo blend. Like, he does – he gives you the Westbrook the way he attacks the rim, but the way that he just uses the pick and roll and pass and finish with both hands reminds you a lot of Rondo. So that's a great, that's a great, great uh, comparison right there. But, yeah, no, the kids, he's really, really special. Zion is special, of course. But John Morant, they can build the right team around him. Uh, they're going to be really, really tough. Yeah, it's uh... – going to be an interesting playoffs if it does happen but uh what do you what are your thoughts about the nba playing in vegas for the playoffs do you think that should be a good idea i i guess if you just want to have them play but i always love the aspect when it comes to the nba you know of the home and away like it's not like the nfl where you know the championship is okay being played in a neutral site but the nba is kind of like man we're so used to these great away and home game battles. Like, you know, Lakers and Celtics, it was great because they were playing at the Forum or at the Boston Garden, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Lakers were playing at uh, the TD Garden or the Staples Center, and the Lakers in the playoffs playing against a team like the Kings, it was great to go to Sacramento and to get that type of win. So I think it kind of takes away some of that, that, that type of feel because some teams won't have a home court. Because if you play in Vegas, the Lakers are pretty much having a home court every game uh, because, you know, it's close to us, and that's where a lot of Lakers fans are. So, man, if you can't have the home and away, I guess if you just want to see basketball, it's fine. But, man, I, I just love the aspect of playing teams going on the road and having to get big victories. Yeah, me too, man. And, and obviously, if the NBA goes over there, it's going to feel like a uh... – uh, like a college like rank you know when they have March Madness everybody just go teams up at one event and they play and determine champion so uh, yeah. I'm excited for that, that if it comes back yeah that would be interesting that would be uh, I just don't think it's it's not college so yeah, I feel it. the players are like that yeah also too there is breaking news from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski earlier today about the NBA and all the players might do a horse competition man and they might stream it. I'm I'm with it. You know, there's no sports. Let's hey, I'm I'm okay with it. Oh uh, yeah. Who would you want to see? Uh, Stephen Curry, um, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell. There's some names that were reported so far. Nothing confirmed yet. So it's it'll be interesting to see what they do. You know, they should have LeBron in it, man. LeBron's talking about. No, yeah, I would love it. I would love for them to have. Maybe you can have several games. You can have the guards, and then you can have your um. Your wing, you got a, a guard, like the point guard, mm-hmm. the wings, and the big. Because I would love to see Kawhi, LeBron, um, Giannis, Paul George, um, guys like that go at it. And then, you know, with the guards, you can have Steph, James Harden, Russ, like you said, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, just to give the fans, you know, a little bit of a different thing. And then seeing the bigs, like, man, let's see what bigs can really shoot threes and make half-court shots and all that stuff. So, yeah, that would be it, – it's going to be a tease because it's not real basketball, but it will be something to give the fans. So, I'll I, I watch with it. Yeah, me too, man. But, 
it's it's just crazy that we're going through this, you know. No and no sports at all, you know. But but the rest of Mania is on tonight. I was watching a little bit of it. It's 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 born without fans. <laughs> Sports with no fans, can you imagine? It? Well, well, that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. For the LA Chargers, we're used used to without fans. So if the Chargers did play without fans this year, wouldn't surprise me. No, but but yeah, at least the Chargers have the other team fans there. So it's like <laughs> right. It, it makes it it makes it a tie road type game. You know, when my Chiefs come down and we down here in LA and play, like it's a lot of uh, Chief Kingdom in there. So at least you get that feel. Hearing uh, my 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 fans do the tomahawk, so yeah, still fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so if the NBA season did get canceled, is there a hundred percent chance Anthony and Davis will resign with the Lakers? Hundred percent, or do you think he'll explore his options? At this point, I just I just I just saw someone post a billboard of him up in LA, and I just think LeBron got to him, and his team is just in his ear, and was like, man, you don't want to leave this LA money, like. You know, you see how they treat their stars. You see how they, even though Shaq left, you see how the fans and everyone treats him. You see how the uh, L.A. treated Kobe. You see how they're treating LeBron now to where A.D., he would be truly, truly dumb if he were to leave the situation. Only place I would say, maybe if he say, you know, I want to do a LeBron and go back home. But Chicago's not going to be good anytime soon. So I think that he's going to be a Laker. Yeah, me too, man. It's... If AD does leave, that means he wants to go play at home. But I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like he's going to be hungry. If the NBA season, okay, we're done. We're canceling it. I feel like he'll be uh, motivated to prove, okay, I'm going to finish what I started here. You know what I mean? Because I think LeBron's going to be in his ear. We, and the front office this year, the Lakers have been doing tremendous. Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, Linda Ramis, Kurt Ramis. And you notice when, and I know I'm a big-time Matt Johnson fan, when Matt Johnson was in office, we'd be in storylines. With Rob Palenka, we're not even that much storylines this year. Do you, do you see that? No, yeah, just because Magic is a name. So when Magic is there, along with LeBron, you're going to talk all about it. You know what I'm saying? And Magic probably would have did interviews to bring it up. You know what I'm saying? But with Rob Palenka, he's just kind of kicking back and just, let my team win games, do what they do, while I work behind the scenes to try to make make things happen. So, yeah, it's magic. You know, magic, wherever he goes, he brings the spotlight with him. So that's why you're hearing, like, so much less. And plus the Lakers were winning, and when the Lakers are winning, that's what you talk about because winning usually leads to parades down Figueroa for the Lakers, and that, that was more important been talking about AD as a free agent. Yeah, it's um, Lakers do dr- drive a lot of uh, money to sports channels because uh, Skate Bayless always talks about LeBron every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I honestly think that Le- Skate Bayless really hates LeBron, like as a player, like even as a person too, because he's just talks so negative about him all the time. It's like he has nothing nice to say about it about LeBron. It's yeah. like, come on, he, man. Uh, either he either he hates him or he has a a crush on him. And he just doesn't want to, you know, stay in front of the world, you know, because I know he's a big-time Jordan guy. He covered Jordan, and I understand. I agree with him that Jordan is the GOAT. But some of that LeBron hate, he just wants to bring it. And plus the TV. Yeah. So you want to bring what's going to bring the attention and ears and eyes to you. So I'm, I'm going to do this about LeBron. But, now he, I know he respects LeBron's game, all the great things that he's doing away from the game, which makes his name that much more bigger. But, man, you got to respect LeBron, and I know Skip deep down inside, he has to respect that man. Yeah. So are you excited for the Michael Jordan documentary? Oh, I can't 
wait, man. April 19th, I already got it set. I, I can't wait just to see, you know, the things that they that they went through. Because at that time, there wasn't a Twitter. There wasn't an Instagram. There wasn't Snapchat. So we're kind of getting that behind-the-scenes stuff that we get every day nowadays for one of the greatest uh, runs. Um, it's the last time you get to hear Kobe. He said, I believe that they spoke to him on uh, for the documentary. And, man, just to hear those stories about Michael Jordan. Because, you know, me growing up, it was like Jordan. It was want to be like Mike. Like his shoes, face jam. The guy was incredible. He was winning uh, and, you know, doing his thing, dominating. And it led to Kobe. So I, I would like to see how Jordan was. You know, I, I hear stories of him playing golf before games, drinking beer before games that the food game wasn't even really the food, that he was hung over and he had to come and play and he still went to work. So it, it's going to be great to see the things. And then Dennis Rodman is the craziest character the league fight ever seen. So this is going to be very special to me. Yeah, I'm going to watch it too. Um, I, I didn't grow up in that Michael Jordan era. Like, I'm still going to watch it though, you know what I mean? Just to see what it's like. Man, hey, it's MJ, boy. You better yeah. watch that. It's it's that guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, one more question before we get up on out of here. What era do you like the best overall out of the whole NBA history? What era? Yeah, history of basketball. So, uh, for me, I would choose 2000. Uh, I know the 80s was crazy because you had Young Mike, you had Magic, Kareem, Bird, uh, Mikhail, Moses Malone, towards the end, Dr. J, Dominique Wilkins. All these great players, Stockton Malone coming in, Barkley, like the 80s is so crazy to me. That's why I have them number two. But 2000, man, you just had so many great wings and, like, point guards and just these big-time names, like KG, Duncan, and Kobe. Like, the guys going into this class of the Hall of Fame, Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, you know, Vince Carter, T-Mac, LeBron coming up, Carmelo, D-Wade, like so many of these big-time names. And these guys were able to train differently because of newer technology so you got these strong athletic bodies and it just gave you some of the best players and then it was a another era of the Lakers where Kobe was able to get five rings uh from 2000 to 2009 so that's that to me I think that's the greatest era that's why I argue with people that Kobe was the best player in the greatest era of basketball and that's why I can argue him being the greatest of all time. So I'm going to go with the 2000 era and the 80s being a close second. Yeah, I'm going to do the 2000 era because that's when I became a Laker fan and Kobe Bryant fan, Shaq fan. Just the way that that whole NBA season, you could play tough defense. Like in today's NBA, if you play too much tough defense, you'll get thrown out. Like they change, they change in the game. It's like it's okay to be physical. It's part of sports, you know. It's a contact sport. Yeah. It's like if, yeah. like if you – if you mix, like, if you switch eras, like, if you put the 80s in today's game, I wonder how, like, Michael Jordan would be playing in today's NBA. I bet you Michael Jordan would be averaging 40 at best if he was in yeah. today's NBA. Uh, He'd be dropping 40. Kobe is, him, him, Kobe, and Shaq would be averaging 40 a game. <laughs> yep. I would have loved, loved seeing a guy like James Harden and LeBron in, in, like, the 80s and 90s era because he was just more physical. Yep, he and was. And not only was it physical for your body, it was a mental thing that, Will LeBron been able to handle that mentality of every time I go to the basket, I'm getting touched and smacked, you know what I'm saying? And that's where, if you look at his game, that would be something that you could say maybe his, his mental isn't as strong as a Jordan, Kobe, and Magic. So I would have loved to see him play during that era. I think the bad boy Pistons would probably would have roughed him up a little bit if he played, if LeBron yeah. played back then. It would be 
Probably a lot of fights, man, but... Celtics, yep, all those teams. They had to. That was the only way they can go against these uh, great athletic players like Jordan or Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, man, but uh, all right, uh, Mikel, um, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on my show. Go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you. And go ahead and uh, tell uh, them yes, where you sir, listen to your podcast. Hey, anytime, bro. I'm, I'm always happy to do it. I love the work that you're doing. Appreciate Keep it. grinding. You're getting better and better. And, man, I just I just love to see the work, man. We're both at this working. And it don't stop, man. Hustle and motivate. That's what it's about, truly. But uh, I am Mike Kale, the PG. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, M-Y-K-E-L-L-T-H-E. PG, uh, Michael Matthew on Facebook, M-Y-K-E-L-L-M-A-T-H-I-E-U. Uh, make sure you guys check out my show, one of my shows page, Courtside Radio, uh, which you can follow with me and my guys at the starting five. And then my uh, my other great show, Don't Add Me, with Michael and Alex, me and my guy, Alex Hines. Uh, we do our thing. We talk all sports. Courtside Radio is strictly basketball, man. So, Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Take care. Yeah, you have a good one, brother.